Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less. But we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to the podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. So today, we wanted to take some time out and talk about our publishing journeys. Uh, we've talked about inspiration, process, writing characters, how we edit, writing sex. It seemed right that the next thing we would talk about is how we got our books out into the world and the process that we went through. So our processes are actually very, very different, even though we uh, both started with Office Place, Enemies to Lovers romance novels, contemporary romance novels. Um, the process and the journey is super, super different, and I think it's really interesting um, especially to people who are going along their writer's lifestyle and like becoming a writer and considering how and what you want to do with your book. Um, I think this is a really interesting thing, just how different they actually are. So, Sarah, um, take it away. Tell us the story. Okay, yeah. So, I, um, so actually, this is an interesting story, kind of. I queried a totally different manuscript that wasn't Faker, at the end of 2016 and the start of 2017 and that was like a total failure like I didn't get any kind of positive response like it was like no no agent wanted it um and if I couldn't get an agent obviously I wouldn't be able to traditionally publish it but that was fine I wrote something completely different in 2017 which was Baker and in the fall and winter of 2017 is when I started querying Baker to agents. And um, I did that in batches. So like meaning I would maybe query a handful or up to a dozen at a time. I would get mostly rejections. Sometimes I'd get like a partial request or like a full request, um, but usually that ended up in rejection. So that at that point I would then like go back to my manuscript and revise it again um with the feedback that I got hopefully making it better I did that a couple times that was pretty demoralizing so I um I took a break for a little while then I heard that um in 2018 on Twitter there was going to be an event called Kiss Pitch which is where um writers could pitch their romance themed manuscripts and um agents who represented that genre could um you know like your tweet, your pitch, and if they liked it, then you would send them um, whatever they requested, whether that was your manuscript in full or like a partial manuscript. Um, so I did that, that's how I got my awesome agent, Sarah Younger from Nancy Yost Literary Agency. And then I signed with her in the spring of 2018 and then we revised that summer and then we went out on submission toward the end of the summer. And then in the fall, I had a contract with Berkeley, which is an imprint of Penguin Random House. And that, <laughs> that is the gist of my, mm. my journey. Obviously, like, there's a lot more to that process. Most of that process was me spending time, like, with my, with my manuscript, like, rewriting it, trying to make it better. Like, bring it to the condition where it would be suitable to query to an agent or to a publishing house. Um, 
so that that is its own like monster I think monster in a good way because I love Faker I love my book but oh my gosh it's a lot of work <laughs> getting it out to the world but yeah like that's my very nutshell journey I guess <laughs> yeah how about you Sky like you I remember on Twitter that's I mean that's how we met first on Twitter um we had I feel like we had similar journeys up to a point but then you know like it diverged after a mm -hmm. while and you went your own awesome way do you want to talk about that and maybe we can, like <laughs> compare we maybe we can compare like how like the differences and similarities and how yes, you yes. know we got into essentially this what's the same place you know yeah um <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> uh, i love you just asked me do i want to talk about it because what am i going to say no well okay bye that's probably like a bad habit of mine. I ask people if they want to talk about things and then I ask them, can I ask you a question? Like I'll oh, ask them, you know what I mean? That you ask me that. You ask me that all the time. You're like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, of course you can. Because if I don't want to answer it, I'm going to say no. Right. So I'm going to talk about this. Um, you know, so again, contemporary romance, all the things. Um, I guess I started writing in 2014. Um, and I had, I, I banged out not suitable for work and then suddenly this entire series just like fell out of me. And so I spent a few years uh, just writing, 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 writing. And at some point, um, my, well, my ex-husband, um, who, to whom not suitable for work is dedicated. So if you have the book, take a peek. That's, that's who that is. Uh, we are very great friends. But he was super supportive of me, and he said, you know, okay, well, either you're going to try to get these published, or this is a hobby. And either way, that's okay, but you're going to have to make a decision. So that really kind of motivated me to go and try to do, as you said, like, get it published. And I did the querying process, which is, of course, where you try to get an agent, because publishing houses will not speak to you. Um, and I went through that, and like you, I had requests for partials, requests for fulls, but then it would come back, oh! No, thanks. All right, cool, cool. That's what you do. Um, and then in the winter of, it was right around this time of year, um, 2018, um, I got my agent uh, just through a submission. I kind of like threw caution to the wind and, and pitched my entire series. Um, and that ended up working. And she had great ideas for how to revise it and make it the best it could be. And so we got to work on that and really developed Not Suitable for Work into a book that was ready to be sub submitted to publishers. And then it was the end of April 2018 that that started happening. And like we did that in waves. Um, and with my book, it um, we just got the responses of really enjoyed it, tore through it. No, thank you. Um, and of course, that's not the only response I got. There's some you get no response, or, but I did not ever get a, a response that was like, "You need to change this." It was just like, "Oh, great writing." No, mm -hmm. that was a lot to handle emotionally. To yeah. be honest with y'all, uh, it was a lot because it was like, "Okay, I don't know what else to tell you." Um, but anyway, through all that time, I was going through a lot in my personal life. Um, 
a lot and that was okay but it was a close it was a year plus that this kept happening and then in the summer of this past year of 2019 my agent and I decided that we had given it the run we had given it the go um, and we parted ways and so that was a point where I had to make a decision about whether or not I was going to self-publish or if I was going to walk away from the whole thing and I just felt like I needed to give it one more go. Um, I had come too far with it to like just put it on a shelf and say, oh, well, that never worked. So I did the things I needed to do, did the research I needed to do, and got Not Suitable for Work up and published in September um, as an independent author. Um, and then I got Off the Record out in December. And now here I am, and April will be my release date for my third book. So it's been a very interesting journey. Um, I have no regrets on this side of it. I did actually did like a live video uh, the night that Not Suitable for Work was released. And like, it was really cool. I got to like pop a bottle of champagne I'd been holding this whole time. Um, And I just realized that like for myself and like for what I really want to do with the books, um, it was all fine. But it wasn't like, I won't lie and pretend like, oh no, it was great. Like there were moments of it that it was like, this is awful. Um, but it all came to be the way it should have been. So I'm okay with it. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think that's, I honestly think your journey is freaking awesome. And I think I like, maybe this sounds overly optimistic, but I feel like you end up where you're supposed to be. If you put the work in, like, obviously if you sit around and nothing. um, I mean, don't expect anything to happen if you're going to be very unmotivated and lazy, but I feel like, yeah, like you put in the work and now you have this amazing series to show for it, you know, like and that, and it's exactly the way that you want it to be, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, so I applaud you for that. <laughs> yeah. What, um, this actually just popped in my head, like, was there something that happened along your publishing journey that like was really surprising to you that you would like? I don't know, maybe that kind of just threw you off. You didn't expect, and you just had to be like, holy shit, like, how do I deal with this? Um, well, other than the myriad of rejections, (laughs) (laughs) did not see that coming. Uh, not going to lie. I would say on the opposite side of that, um, not so much how do I deal with this, but just the overwhelming support that I have found for the books and like the people that I have gotten to meet and gotten to know um, the book reviewers who have, have been happy to work with me who have, I mean, and of course not by work with me, I mean like read my book. Um, But like the people that I've gotten to connect with um, and the amount of like love and support that the book has gotten since it's been out has been a true holy shit moment. It's like, Oh my God. Um, (laughs) And that is super, super, like, rewarding. Um, That was a thing that, like, I didn't know how it would go. I didn't know what it would be like to, like, have to sort of harness book reviewers. And, of course, Sarah, you helped me so much with, like, sort of steps that you had already learned on how to do all those things. But, like, the people um, that I have met and that I've never met, um, it's just been really tremendous. Uh, That's been overwhelmingly wonderful. Um, 
and then just now, like every step that we go and it's like everything that I get to do with it, it's like, wow, this is amazing. So I'm going to be at a book con in March, um, in Nashville. <laughs> um, and then like, so I'm going to be doing that. You and I have had the chance to get together. We're trying to plan some things to make happen in the future. Like everything that happens is just like, wow, this is amazing. So despite the like, I mean, I won't even lie, like the crushing disappointment mm-hmm. of rejection after rejection, um, it has been really something now here on this side, like to have done it myself and to like just be getting like, just like getting to know people. It's been amazing. I think that's awesome. I'm so glad that that was the takeaway from that because like not to go on about something negative but you're 100 percent right like the rejection in this entire process is mm-hmm. not a fu- like i think you can be like i feel like i was prepared i didn't think like oh yeah i'm gonna go into this and everybody is gonna love this and it's just gonna be a breeze i i knew that but it's really difficult to like day after day after day to know like okay <laughs> i'm not i'm doing something wrong i don't know what it is i keep mm-hmm. getting <laughs> I'm trying to fix it, but I feel like I'm working kind of blindly in a way because yeah, you do get feedback sometimes, but sometimes you don't and you have to figure out like, well, there's something wrong here. What do I need to do to address it? And that can be a really, like, I remember there was one time where I couldn't, like, this must have been in the winter of like 2017 into 2018. And like, it was, I can't remember how many rejections deep I was, but I remember like, I think I was brushing my teeth and I just looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh my God, like I can't even clear this like first hurdle. I can't mm-hmm. even get like, an agent to be like, yeah, I want to sign you. I'm like, what the hell? how the hell am I going to do this? Um, <laughs> okay. So Winston is literally on his back with his eyes closed barking. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is what we call the lazy bark where he can't even bother to sit up straight. He's just on his stomach up barking. Sorry. No, that's so funny because it, it almost sounds like a cat growling or something in the background. Uh-huh. He sings. He sings a lot. Sorry about that. Um, no worries. Uh, but so yeah, you were brushing was... your teeth and you were like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. Like, what am I doing with my life? I'm trying to like pursue this um, goal that I have that like, I can't even get to this first step. Like, what? why did I choose to do this? Um, so it just like moments like that. I knew that I would feel discouraged, but I didn't know like just how like shitty I feel someday. <laughs> okay, so as a public, as a as an author signed with a publisher, sure. what was like the coolest moment where you were like, what? Oh yeah, um, I feel like there are a lot, and I'm super thankful that I got to experience everything that I've experienced so far in my publishing journey. But like. Probably seeing um, BuzzFeed mentioned my book one time, like, you know, like, books to look out for in the fall. And I thought that was really cool. Like, that was yeah. a really neat moment to have. Obviously, like, that, I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to be downer, but, like, that was a moment that happened last year. It was great. But, like, it's a very, like, you see a lot of stuff, you know, you see mentions. You see, like, oh, this blogger mentioned this or, you know, my, a photo of my book was in this. That's awesome. But, like, things happen so fast on social media nowadays. Like, it's easy to forget that, like, oh, yeah, that really cool thing in BuzzFeed happened all those months ago, which I was super excited about. So that was really cool. That was really, really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was awesome. I'll tell you one of my favorite moments um, in your publishing journey was when <laughs> I was on my way to Nashville for Veterans Day weekend, and I was in the Hudson Books in LaGuardia Airport, and I was like, oh, let yeah. me just go in. And there was Faker on the shelf, and I was like, yes! <laughs> that was so cool. That was so cool. I love that. Thank you for saying that, because that, that was really cool. I remember being at the Seattle airport, seeing my book in some random Hudson booksellers, I think, and I think I went in there to take a picture and the cashier was like, what the hell? Like, uh -huh. it was very obvious that I wasn't going to buy anything. I'm just like taking a picture of my book. I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm not buying any of your overpriced crap. Like, I'm just, <laughs> not the, book, like the books are all priced on like a reasonable book price that you would find at a bookstore. I meant like. Yeah, but like, like a snack is like 20 bucks. Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So that was really, really, that was really cool. Um, what uh I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give somebody who wants to embark on the publishing process, no matter if it's like self-publishing or traditional publishing? Or do you have advice you would give somebody? Well, what you were saying about brushing your teeth, like <laughs> you have to understand. And like, this isn't, that's an interesting like parallel because for anybody, like I know some of you guys know like my backstory, some of you don't, but like. I was a middle school teacher for a long time, okay? In middle school, no matter what the kids say to you, you can't take it personally because it's not about you. Like, I had a kid literally tell me once, like, I hate you. And I was like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> because the truth is, like, you don't know me. It's okay. Like, I just represent this thing. Well, in the same vein, I would say to anybody who's going to go through the querying process, and who wants to really like try to get an agent and go the traditional route, understand that there's going to be amount of disappointment with it and like not to give it up and not to internalize it as being that you are a failure as a writer. Just understand that it's very bloody hard. And then if you are going to go the traditional or the independent publishing route, I would say the thing you really have to know is why exactly you intend to bring this book out because there's, there's a lot of ways you can do that bit, right? Like you can put a book up on Amazon right now, mm -hmm. you know, like there is, there are ways, like you don't have to, like Amazon will generate you a cover. Cool, cool, cool. Like there, like it doesn't take anything to actually create the book, but the difference between actually creating the book and like making the book do what you want it to do, whatever that is, right? Like whether that's have a small group of people enjoy it or where that is like to really market the hell out of it. Just know why you're doing what you're doing and move from that place. Um, because if you're going to have a serious go at it, it's going to cost you some money. Um, I mean, that's real. So just kind of like really knowing why you intend to do what you do and then really be patient with the process. What about you? Yeah, that's really, you know, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like it's important to mention that there are ups and downs or disadvantages, ups, downs, pros, cons with both traditional mm -hmm. publishing and independent publishing. And it's honestly just like what you, what you want, like you said. So I think something to keep in mind is that in traditional publishing, you as the author, you're not going to have a lot of control over some of the things that you think that you will. 
Um, and that's, I'm not saying that as a negative thing. I'm just saying that like you are one author of probably many in this um, business and the publisher is going to make decisions based on what they think is right, what's worked for them in the past. So if you want to do something and it doesn't mesh with what they want to do, you might not get to do that thing. So just understand that, like, because I know a lot of people, um, they really think that being with a traditional publisher is, you know, their, their dream, which is great. If that is your dream, that's awesome. You should totally go for it. But also know that unless you're like a celebrity or an athlete, you know, writing a book and you already have this amazing platform and you already have millions of followers, um, you're probably not going to get to do every single thing that you want to do. And that's okay. Like there are going to be people like your editor, your marketing team, your publicity team, um, who are going to be working to help make your book the best that it can be and to market it in a way that will hopefully sell, sell it and appeal and have it appeal to customers. So I think that is really important to remember. And I think the really cool thing about, um, independent self-publishing, which is something that I would like to do someday because I would love to do both traditional and self-publishing someday. Um, you get that control, like you control every single aspect of your book, of your marketing, of the cover art, of, you know, like, like literally everything. And that I think in my opinion, that must be a really special feeling to know that you put something out and it is a thousand percent you, like you put in the work, every good thing that you hear it comes back to you so like you know like the title the the narration the the type of story it was like that's all you like no one else can take credit for that you know yes i do know and i will tell you um it's a photo i put up i took but one of the coolest coolest moments for me was when i got the um the certification for my sole proprietorship for Auntie bell books because Auntie Bell Books is like a sole prop. It's a business. And like I also had um, Avery who designed the covers of both of my books and is going to design my third book. Woo. Um, she also designed my logo, which is, of course, a whiskey glass with a lipstick stain on it. Amazing. But like to have like my name and like this certificate and seal that's like Auntie Bell Books. And it's like I'm a business. That was super cool. So I will back that. Um, even though obviously like my dream was to be, to have somebody pick it up and be like, yes, of course we will buy this. Uh, we will want to back you on this, but having done it on my own, um, it, it was, it was very cool. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I think that I remember, I actually remember seeing that picture on social media. I was so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. I was so, yeah, it's, it's really cool to know that you, this is all you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's all you, nobody gets to take credit other than you. That's pretty freaking awesome. I mean, and I don't mean that as a disparaging comment to traditional publishing. It's just, I just want to stipulate the differences. Mm -hmm. um, Cause some people don't really know, like some yeah. people don't understand what the differences are. They're, they're not sure what to expect if they choose one route or the other. So it's just important to know, I think like know what you're getting into. Completely agree. And like, you know, be patient with it. Know what you're getting into. Don't assume that a rejection is means anything about you. Um, but just take it one step at a time. You know, I, I know a bunch of writers at various stages of their craft uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm sure I know we both do. 
Um, we're friends with a lot of tremendous people who are all on different stages of the writing journey. Um, just take it one step at a time, right? Like it's, yeah. you don't have to know it all now, um, but right. do make sure that you do some homework and you know like what your ultimate goal is there because I think that's super important. Yeah, that's so true. And I also think, um, I think publishing is an industry that changes a lot and it is mm -hmm. changing like as we speak. So don't expect to be in the same place, you know, in a few years that you are now, like, you know, you could be publishing one way now and maybe in a few years you're doing something you never thought you would do, but because mm -hmm. things have changed, an opportunity arose and you took it, like, just be open to a lot of the <clears throat> possibilities that are out there, which sounds kind of weird because it's hard to prepare for it, anticipate something that you don't even know is going to happen yet, mm -hmm. but just be open and understand like, just because you start out someplace doesn't mean that that's where you have to end up too. And wherever you end up can be a freaking awesome place as long as you are doing what you love and producing books, stories that that are quality in your eyes and that your readers like, I think. I agree completely. And, you know, I just, of course, encourage people as readers to read what appeals to them, right? Like yeah. indie and traditional publishing both hold tremendous jewels and also things that won't suit you. So, you know, don't close your mind to one or the other, whether as a reader or as a writer is a super important thing, I think. Um, especially with the nature of publishing now. Um, so yeah, like I completely agree. Just be open. Let what's going to happen, happen. Uh, the more that you kind of go in with this set of expectations, the dif more difficult it will be to navigate, which is true of life. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my it's God. just, yeah, deep thoughts right there. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, was good for me was it good for you sarah hell yeah it was good for me that was episode six of the quick and dirty romance podcast and if you haven't already read our books please be sure to check them out after you listen dm us with any questions or requests for future episodes we want to talk about what you want to hear and on that note we want to thank andrea m one of our friends on instagram for requesting the topic of our next episode which will be out in two weeks that's going to be where we talk about writer's block woohoo so thank you andrea we will be giving you more on writer's block so you can find us on twitter at quick and dirty rom and on instagram at quick and dirty romance and you can also find me on twitter and instagram at writer sky mcd you can find me on twitter and instagram too i am at author sarah s and once again check out our books they're not suitable for work and off the record by sky mcdonald and Faker by Sarah Smith. So thank you so much for listening. And to close out today, I'll give you my quote from Dolly Parton that I love so, so much. Find out who you are and do it on purpose. Bye. We'll see you next time. <laughs>